these aren't the comics your parents grew up with. Today on Podcast Magoria. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria. My name is Autumn. And I'm James. And today we are discussing something that is very near and dear to my own heart, J-horror manga. Love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm happy that we're finally getting around to this since we've referenced it a lot in yeah. previous episodes. And there's a whole world of horror manga out there mm -hmm. that um, is not widely um, available. Yep. There really is a story for everyone out there because it's so it, there's such a wide variety of different kinds of stories and mm -hmm. characters and yeah. stuff. So maybe something we mentioned today you guys can look into for yourself. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I can uh, get some people to read more of it yeah. out there. Now, by no means is this going to be a deep dive into everything faceted within horror manga, because obviously there is so much to cover. Mm -hmm. This is kind of a um, intro to horror manga 101. Yeah, yeah. dipping our toes in. That's exactly right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a little bit of um, the, the more... Uh, commercial stuff and mm -hmm. then with a little bit of the not so commercial stuff right which i i i do want to start with kind of how i got into uh japanese horror mm -hmm. in general yeah which uh it, it does start from my early days of watching anime and one of the first horror animes i ever saw I guess it is considered more horror just because there's monsters and stuff but realistically it's just an adult movie in general but uh demon city shinjuku was the first thing i ever saw with like japanese like designed monsters and stuff in it. and i instantly fell in love with how the japanese perceive monsters and stuff and uh how did you come across it i actually saw it on the sci-fi channel <laughs> uh yeah so um when we were discussing this before before you know recording the episode and whatnot uh because, of course, I didn't want to go into this completely blind. I did look up this, and I wrote down in my notes, I was just like, did I see this? Because I think I saw this on Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, it was, yeah. It was either on the Sci-Fi Channel or the movie channel, because uh, uh, when, yeah. when Sci-Fi stopped showing anime, the movie channel kind of took over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was that was one that was shown a lot in the late 90s on TV. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they got away with showing a lot of the movie, but... <laughs> and, and that's a discussion maybe for another time, but the, for sure, um, the Sci-Fi Channel, the early days of mm -hmm. it being a channel, they used to get away with showing a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Because like, I remember watching... Well, that's how I got introduced to trauma movies mm -hmm. was through Sci-Fi Channel. And, of course, the anime... Anime that wasn't Unico, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like like adult anime. Mm -hmm. the, the the evidence that cartoons were not just for Saturday mornings. Mm -hmm, Sci-Fi mm -hmm. Channel was the thing for that, and yeah. yeah. So I couldn't remember whenever I was looking at the trailer for this movie. It seemed really familiar, 
And I was just like, did I watch this? Do I just remember seeing commercials for it? Uh, because, you know, Sci-Fi Channel would show the commercials for the VHS oh, subscription. And, and uh, there was definitely scenes from it in mm -hmm. that uh, commercial that you're talking about. Yeah. But definitely, if you were anything like me and you just watched pretty much anything you could find that was anime, you definitely saw this back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about it? Like, I mean say so you, you saw it and of course you got exposed to kind of like a more japanese style monster and mm -hmm. stuff so so what like really drew like was that was it a creature design that drew you it, in it really was i mean that's that's my main thing about horror is uh creature designs in general i just love uh monsters and so seeing the way that they they just made them look so feral and mm -hmm. just a lot different than what I had seen in a lot of the horror movies that I had been exposed to at the time. Sure. Essentially. And so that got me uh, really wanting to get more uh, Japanese horror mm -hmm. uh, in my life, which uh, it did lead me to liking Helsing and stuff like that. that mm -hmm. And Helsing was probably one of my first ho um, horror manga to read. Yeah. Yeah, like same. all the way through. Same, you know. Now my my exposure uh, to to Japanese horror as a whole was extremely limited. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody and their grandma. You know, pretty much like when it comes to Japanese horror, the only thing that really like most people that aren't into it really know about is The Grudge mm -hmm. and Ring. Yeah, you know, and that's that's pretty much it. Which I do want to mention all that. Uh, yeah. In a few moments here, yeah. but uh, but but yeah, the backpedal uh, a little bit. Uh, Helsing definitely was. I, I was exposed to Helsing. I, I like. I don't remember. I don't think I ever really watched much in in regards to Japanese horror anime. Uh, you know, via Sci-Fi Channel or anything like mm -hmm. that. Like, I may have saw this when I was little, but I really don't remember it. The only things I really remember from watching from Sci-Fi Channel was, of course, Galaxy Express mm -hmm. and uh, and of course Akira. But yeah, but I like, but I know I watched other things, and there was a ton of other things that were on there. Um, well, maybe I just uh, unlocked uh, <laughs> it could be. early memory. It for could you. be. <laughs> like, I, I look forward because I do plan on like actually going back and watching this mm -hmm. uh, in, in I the other movies. To, I've yeah. never seen it uncut. Yeah. Oh. So I'm oh. like, yeah, I'm really excited yeah. to see it uncut. Now, Helsing. Uh, it, a lot of people do consider it horror just because vampires yeah stuff well, like I mean, that like there's a lot of things that are kind of fringe horror mm -hmm. oh yeah now now this i would this is not the edge of horror this is sitting in the middle you know because mm -hmm. like because it though it's not like boo scary but you got you know it's vampire content there's gore there's you know and yeah, stuff like that there's ma dark magic stuff, yeah. yeah yeah so i mean it's it's definitely nestled in the horror realm. You know, it, it's just like uh, when we eventually do our episode of what makes horror horror, uh, we'll have to get into that because the fact that it, it's curious as to what what actually you would call horror versus what it's not. Right, right. Um, but yeah, Helsing, Helsing is the other side of a of two-sided coin for me when it came to horror manga, which was Helsing and Berserk. I both started yeah. reading at the same time. Now, Berserk is actually the thing that you know more about. Oh, yeah. 
uh, than I do. Oh, man. Um, for some reason, I never really got into it till I was older, mm-hmm. and I still didn't have very much exposure. But now that I'm... I, I am I am actually reading the manga now, mm-hmm. and I love it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really oh, I guess <laughs> like it's, the art is amazing. Yeah, and and uh, and how I ended up getting exposed ultimately to Helsing and Berserk wasn't it wasn't because I saw some you know scary anime or whatever on Sci-Fi. It mm-hmm. was just teenage me. I was downloading music videos uh, for AFI and Misfits mm-hmm. and just, you know, got like, cause I was big, you know, big into them and I was just gobbling up all their stuff and I would just like click download on right. all these random ass like videos, we always did. Yeah. wake up in the morning <laughs> and then watch them. And, and yeah, like there were AMVs, that mm-hmm. featured Berserk and Helsing for so <laughs> so you got introduced to these I, two very gruesome yeah anime now, f- through AMV yeah oh Berserk <laughs> I was a little bit aware of before um, before seeing the AMVs mm-hmm. simply because of the fact that I do remember seeing commercial for it and it being regarded as the most violent anime. Mm-hmm. Like, they would do the warning on the screen. It was, like, late at night on, like, MTV or something like that. I do remember that. Uh, but from the commercials and stuff, I I always just assumed it was just a medieval like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. slashing yeah record of the action. Lotus War yeah 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 like and it, I already had record of the Lotus War so I was like why do I need to watch that yeah yeah same <laughs> I wasn't really into the medieval like I I dig that concept but it, mm-hmm. anime I didn't really want to watch um, I was just like oh this is gonna be boring and and yeah I got the same feel off of it and. But then I, I was like, well, how is it such like, OK, cool. It's really violent. So it's sword fighting violence, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And on the surface, it looks like that. Yeah. However, it gets way more gruesome than that in, in so many imaginative oh, ways. Oh, my God. Yes, it yeah, does. <laughs> yeah. uh, when I was reading through it, it uh, like and save from spoilers or anything it's the it's still one of the only um things that i've ever read that got a like a visceral a, a, reaction. yeah yeah a visceral reaction out of me <laughs> where i actually got nauseous <laughs> looking at a panel and yeah. i've never because i've been you know, my my exposure again like this was my exposure to horror manga before that I grew up reading Tales from the Crypt and, mm-hmm. you know, Tales from Beyond. And, like, you know, I was definitely a horror comic book kind of kid. Yeah. You know, I had a decent collection, but, I, yeah, it never... Hmm. Manga didn't ever hit until I was way older. Yeah. And and so, yeah, so uh, I had a friend, a good friend in college, living in the dorms, that um, he had Helsing and Berserk. Oh, nice. And... I had only seen a little bit of both and he was just like, well, I've got the volumes here. And so I got to, so I would sit there and read them. And as I was reading them, we would watch the anime. So I was kind of watching Mm. it and reading it at the same time. 
to see the differences and then get really pissed off with Helsing and also <laughs> with respectively also get pissed off with Berserk. Yeah, I love the Helsing manga way more than the show. I, I like the show, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I, the manga is just beautiful. Well, yeah, and, <laughs> and perfect segue into just kind of overall generic talking about uh, horror manga and, and kind of a Japanese approach to horror mm-hmm. is there's a lot of humor Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. And oh, gosh, the myth. <laughs> Since we're still in the early days of what we were exposed to, that that reminds me, I really want to bring up Hell Baby because that was mm-hmm. another like initial um, horror manga of mine. Uh-huh. And I'm really surprised that not very many people these days know about it when it was kind of a, a big deal back in the day. Like James told me he was trying to do research on it and he couldn't really find stuff. And I'm yeah, like, what? Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, again, I, I wanted to have educated questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember and, the author's full name. I know it's something he know. Yeah. But like his stuff is like all like gruesome, but mm-hmm. with like humor in it. Yeah. And monsters and stuff. So yeah, I really wish that more people knew about him yeah for sure well there's uh i would say that there's a lot of what we're going to cover today and and in the near future is it's a shame because these are all very skilled artists Mm -hmm. and and all like for instance uh you know the the guy that created berserk like the amount of detail that these artists put into each panel and, like, like Berserk uh, freaks me out since he's doing it all by himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he, he draws every little chain link in the uh-huh. freaking, like, armor and stuff. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's yeah. still going. Yeah, still, still, slowly but surely, still going. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see it uh, to completion. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm so, because ter- he's getting up there. I know. And I'm so scared that... It's, it's it's like, you know, people that are fans of Game of Thrones oh, are afraid yeah. that, you know, George is going to pass. <laughs> like, I'm so scared that we're not going to get an actual ending to Berserk, mm. which would be so typical because, you know, with the two now uh, versions of the anime, we still have never gotten the complete. It's not complete and it drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so from... From Demon City and then Hell Sing and Hell Baby, respectively, like, where do you go from there? Like, how how did you get your hands on this stuff? Well, um, at the time that I was reading Hell Sing and Hell Baby and stuff like that, it was literally just whatever I could find at uh, our uh, Books Million and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yet again, still don't know how I never got into Berserk. Yeah. I, I think the cover art was what really didn't sell it for me oh, either. Oh, yeah. The cover art does not make it look like Mm-mm. it's it's particularly exciting. Yeah. But, you know, eventually I found, like, blame and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it was mostly just finding it on my own at the time. Eventually I learned to do my own research and find sure. my own uh, stuff online, like yeah. uh, translations and stuff. Which, uh, in, in all fairness, uh, like, God, within the past 12 years, mm-hmm. it, there's been this huge explosion. There was a point, guys, there was a point in time that, uh, first of all, uh, anime 
was only what was either on TV mm-hmm. or if you had a subscription to uh, what was it, uh, Manga Entertainment or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Because they're service. they're they're who you would get um, Akira Berserk and yeah, all that. Yeah. That's who you would get all that through. And so if you didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Or, or a comic book store that you carried it. Yeah, if you didn't have a comic book store, um, how how here, uh, well, not here in Springfield, but in Joplin, how a lot of my friends that were exposed to anime and stuff mm-hmm. like that, how they got their stuff on it is there's the, uh, the Joplin Flea Market. Nice. And there used to be this guy that had a booth, and I'm sure he's not there anymore, but we nicknamed him the Kevin Smith guy because he was like... <laughs> A bigger Kev- Kevin Smith. Oh wow! Uh-huh. And way more pompous. Oh boy! <laughs> but his he had a booth that was just full of Japanese imports, a ton of mm. of, of oh, anime, God. manga, like oh, a lot of it was adult stuff. I would have loved that. Oh though. yeah, yeah. And so that's how um, one of my very good you know friends. Uh, that's how he got his hands on a lot of mm-hmm. it. Eventually, like um, stores like Hastings. Uh, which I don't think is around anymore anywhere, uh, but Hastings, Entertain Mart, and places like that, uh, they started to care. Like, they, those people were, those stores were run by nerds too. Mm-hmm. And so they would go to this guy and go, okay, well, we see that he's getting, he's got the corner of this market. And so then they started talking to distributors. And so we started to see mm-hmm. a little bit more manga, and, but it was still very mainstream. It was still right. very, you know, right. you know, your cowboy bebops and crap like that. No horror. That was no. Yeah, no. It, it was extremely hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and on the internet general. too yeah. like yeah it wasn't as easy as just downloading it and stuff there was no uh comic book reader services mm-hmm. you know there, there wasn't comicsology yeah <laughs> like that didn't exist i will say what really really opened up my world to uh the manga side was uh you know oh just watching jhar like movies in general like the ring yeah Suicide Club, Battle Royale, and then when I found out that they had mangas with more story in them and stuff like that, because I used to be obsessed with those movies, Mm -hmm. but once I found out that there was mangas, I was on that. Yeah, that. um, so that's the thing that I think that maybe a lot of introductory people don't know you know is is that a lot of japanese heart well a lot of japanese uh, media in general is based, based off, off of manga, manga. yeah, yeah it's, it's like nine times out of ten there's like 182 volume <laughs> like this is yeah. huge there's a, a shit ton of like books that go with it well and uh that was the main thing Back when they put out, like, The Ring 2, people were like, why did they put out a second one? There's not more to the story. And I'm like, no, there, there is. Yeah, there's, there's all this lore. There's more. <laughs> so that was always exciting for me, finding out that I, I had more stuff I could learn about sure. these worlds that I was getting in these movies. I will say, though, that I do like the Suicide Club uh, movie a lot better than the manga. Yeah, like, and uh, with with that, like, how did, like, was that on, uh, like, because uh, Sundance used to show a lot uh, of that in, like, IFC. I don't think that I initially saw that on Sundance. I think that was a random uh, DVD that I had actually picked up at Dragon Con. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, again, <laughs> like, if you don't have a nerdy flea market, mm-hmm. at the very least, you can go to a convention. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was kind of a tight club. Like, you, like, there wasn't, if you weren't, a part of a certain group 
Mm -hmm. There was no way, like, yeah. you know, not like now, not like, because, I mean, now it's pretty easy to get exposed yeah. to some stuff. And I do want to get into, like, the mainstream stuff that's going on now. Sure. So on top of, I mean, so you, you just named off, like, Battle Royale, Suicide Club, mm -hmm. um, uh, the Ring. I mean, what were... Was that it? Or? Uh, well, I as we've mentioned in a previous episode, uh, I did get introduced to Genji Ito through the Uzumaki movie. Yeah. Uh, and I had seen that on Sundance originally, which a lot of these movies I did actually see through Sundance or other channels. Mm -hmm. Sundance was the main source. Thank you so much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like how I watched a lot of my like the French movies and stuff like that, like the, mm -hmm. you know horror and whatnot was... Uh, was through IFC. Yeah. You know, yeah, so. I didn't have IFC. I yeah. would have probably seen a lot more um, movies then. But yeah, um, Izumaki introduced me to Junji Ito, which I definitely want to talk about this man. Oh, he's yeah. he's like the ultimate. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, like very prolific. Uh-huh. Just tons of stuff. And I, I'm so happy that like over the past few years, he's finally actually getting popular in america yeah it, i love that yeah it's funny to me because when we met you, you've always been as far as i'm concerned uh, a fan mm -hmm. and so junji's always been this like oh it's an autumn thing uh -huh. i didn't see like of course there was no merch and um his volumes of works weren't exactly yeah. every, like it was know. either like you're gonna get uzumaki mm -hmm. or you're gonna get tomie yeah yeah and that was it there was yeah. nothing else and and really uh outside of that if you needed if you wanted anything else from him it would be at conventions mm -hmm. um, well uh i read a a ton of his stuff through um this website called slug chicks mm -hmm. they do all these uh translations and this was before a lot of his stuff was getting uh printed here in america and putting into volumes and stuff i see so it's nice to have official translations and getting to actually hold them in your hand and yeah, stuff <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean like there's something to be said about reading something on a screen versus physically mm -hmm. holding the page which uh there. There's a couple other authors I want to mention uh, that I probably will never get to hold any of their work actually in my hand because I just don't see it coming to America. But yeah. they are they're really popular, big artists. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, with with how popular Junji Ito is, has become, mm -hmm. especially in the past two years, like yeah. in the past two years, he's really blown up. And I think what helped with that was. Uh, you know, Hot Topic, mm -hmm. uh, selling his merch, um, Crunchyroll, of course. Yeah, Crunchyroll uh, uh, actually started doing doing the T-shirts and yeah. stuff originally. Uh, and, and then they did the, uh, you know, the, the, series. the series. And then, of course, <sighs> here coming, coming soon is the Uzumaki series mm -hmm. on Adult Swim, which uh, I have no idea when it's coming out because it was actually supposed to have premiered um last year i know yeah so, um i i'm i'm assuming that with everything going on it's behind yeah but i'm really excited about that uh because it looks like the manga yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, all the little teaser videos and stuff they've done from it and, and well what makes me happy about that is that they worked closely with junji mm -hmm. for this one yeah so it wasn't just him signing off on his works and then just letting a bunch of cheap animators in mm -hmm. and work on it it was 
we're going to make this right. I'm curious. I can't wait to actually see the product because uh-huh. sometimes it looks like it's just going to be a motion comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes it looks like it's going to be a full on animated you know, feature, which if it's fully animated is going to be really impressive because he has a lot of little line work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's probably why it's taking so long. At least you're getting a better animated series than this last run of Berserk. <laughs> yeah. That just kills hey, me. The first half was the 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 crappy part when they were doing this the almost 100% CG shit, shaded, shaded stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, when they started to throw in more of like actual animation, it helped, mm-hmm. but unfortunately that's what killed the project. Now, but, I I want to I want to travel back around to Junji. Mhm. And I want to travel back around to uh, what you were saying earlier, because we never really finished the thought of um, humor. Sure. In uh, Japanese horror and yeah. manga and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because Junji is a really good uh, example of this. Oh, yeah. He's a goofball. Where, yeah, he draws like these horrifying images mm-hmm. that give people nightmares. But at the same time, there's some sort of humor in his stories. Yeah, yeah. I find that a lot in uh, manga, especially. Well, I find, uh, in my opinion, the best the best horror, and this isn't just J horror. This is this is all uh, horror. Is if you make it where it's just dark, if mm-hmm. you make it where it's just serious, it's kind of boring. It's very boring and. It kind of beats you to death, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and and where you don't leave feeling good. Yeah. And, and and now horror is supposed to is supposed to bring out, you know, your basic animal emotion of fear mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I feel that with when you introduce comedy into horror, mm-hmm. it disarms the individual. And also, I feel like if, if Junji just did the the nightmare creatures that he mm-hmm. releases it like it it would be hard to read yeah it'd be tough it because yeah. because berserk um is like that where if if it wasn't for very, puck yeah yeah it, it would like, be it's dry very, it's very very dry and yeah. it's very serious and and there are there are volumes of that where you feel mm-hmm. drained well yeah when um in the first volume when puck went away for a little while and it was just guts moping around i was like man i wish puck was back <laughs> yeah 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 like um it gets very very dry and yeah. i think that with junji if he didn't if he didn't throw some humor into the mix mm-hmm. um it would just be a collection of horrifying images and mm-hmm. i don't know if like how well that would do yeah um but i i guess this is a good segue into the next person i did want to talk about sure uh i i of course see why genji puts humor into his stuff because his main inspiration is a a, a who I call the godfather of horror manga mm-hmm. is uh, Kazuo Mezu, because like now his his style is a little more like shojo kind of cutesy looking. Mm-hmm. He still draws some horrifying images, but it's uh, it's always been more cutesy looking to me. Yeah, yeah. But he he's got a ton of humor in his stuff. 
And right. he's best known for... Oh, Drifting Classroom, mm-hmm. uh, Cat-Eyed Boy, a, a lot of those kind of stuff. Which, you know, now we're now we're getting into the weeds where we're, we're this is all more your realm because I've read some Junji because of you, but mm-hmm. I have like I'm I'm about to start reading Drifting Classroom. Yeah, which uh, that um, I I also wanted to mention that I I'm glad that his stuff is starting to get mm-hmm. more and more put out there. Especially Drifting Classroom, uh, because that's one that I've read, like, the most. So it's so weird. <laughs> speaking of Drifting Classroom, um, of course, it is a, it's, it's a classic manga. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it has had a couple of adaptations mm-hmm. uh, into the live-action realm. Uh, one of which that I mm-hmm. thought was uh, inter- interesting, um, Drake Bell's first movie was the American adaptation, 90s adaptation, Drifting School. Wait, there's an American adaptation? Yes. I did it. I knew about... <laughs> We're going to have to watch it because <laughs> I watched a trailer for it last night because when I was reading about this and... Wait, and when was it made? It was like 95. Huh. Like Drake Bell's a baby. Okay, okay. I guess it is the same movie then because it does have Japanese people in it too. It's pretty much all American. Oh, hmm. it's a full-on American adaptation, and and I think I saw I see why it has taken so long <laughs> for like because because honestly they they have the concept there. Yeah, you know where school ends up in you know the the kids right. all think that the world ended and all that and they're dealing with that and there's but you know and there's space aliens and all this shit, like but it's Americanized. <laughs> So, yeah. so it's it's a little. Uh, it I think, looks terrible. I think we are thinking of the same movie, and from what I know, because I've never seen it, I've never been able to get my hands on it. And I'm sure I can find. Oh, it's it's available now. You can oh, get, it is. You, you can get your hands on it now. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, I looked like a couple of years back yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah. I, well, I think if if Drake Bell hadn't have become. Uh, you mean Drake Drake Capo or Campo or whatever yeah, his name what, is now? Yeah, yeah. If if, he, <laughs> if if it hadn't been for him like having a career, this totally would have fallen to the wayside. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's definitely something I want to check out. But I know that it's like totally different from the manga. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna be so upset, but yeah, this, <laughs> I still want to check it out. Um, this could have easily been uh, the D for our Halloween A to Z because it was. Mm. <laughs> It's that because you know. Let's face it. A lot of the movies you watch for that were kind of rough. Um, but yeah, this uh, is is oof. Oh, cool. But, but yeah, so it's a shame that much like the rest of the artists that we're about to talk about, um, that that he didn't mm-hmm. get more exposure. Now, I will say he is one that I just came about by chance because mm-hmm. he was one of the random mangas that I picked up in Books a Million back in the day. Um, I have uh, Reptilia. It's like mm-hmm. one of my older mangas that I still have that yeah. I, nobody's stolen or anything yeah, like sure. that. <laughs> um, and it, it just came full circle because I find out about him through Reptilia. I had already been into Junji Ito. And while I'm doing research <laughs> on Kazo, I find out that it's Junji's like yeah. idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, huh. That's Yeah, that's pretty exciting. The fact, like... It's it's neat when that kind of thing happens, yeah. you know, where you accidentally find basically the inspiration for something that you were already enthusiastic about. Yeah, 
So that really got me into his stuff, too, just knowing that it, it, it was Junji's inspiration. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about two, like... I would say they're probably the biggest <sighs> yeah. names. Yeah, the, the bigger names. So where do you go from there? You know, like, what, uh, who else out there would you... Um, or, or, recommend? Yeah, would you recommend? or? or her? Oh, well... I did mention earlier that I wanted to talk about two other artists. Mm -hmm. Um, There's Shintaro Kago, which I can't believe that he's still so underground, (laughs) especially since he's he's getting merch at like Hot Topic and stuff now. But you can get a commission from him through his Instagram for like 30 bucks. Yeah, which that's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy for a lot of reasons. But um, what's nuts about... With with Shintaro is the fact that trust me, guys, you've seen no matter what. Like if you if you just Google you know horror manga, yeah, or Japanese horror art or whatever, nine times out of ten you've seen a a, a work of his art. Yeah, like you've seen a panel of his. You've seen it. Like it's it's now. Granted, this is not your entry level stuff. No, this is not like you know. I I would say that you know Junji and uh, Kazuo like they're you know also like. I think they're safe. They're safe. They're safe. Like Despite I mean, they, they're their not stuff gonna being so like out there. It's and not horrifying. gruesome <laughs> like in this way. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, with Shintaro, he, like he's kind of an edge lord. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. It's it's. Um, he leans more into the dark for sure. Yeah. I so, mean, the first story that I came across from him was about um, girls having abortions just to have like an accessory on their head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of poop stuff. Yeah. Poop stuff. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. And there's uh, a lot of body horror. Again, what's crazy about him and and his like his overarching career is the fact that he it's not like he's a nobody. Mm-hmm. And and again, like yeah, he's got merch at Hot Topic. You can you can see his stuff online. However, like kind of a rubbish website. Like like <laughs> like his his website is is like straight out of 2003. Yeah. The, the official fan website is also very like, you know, 1997 style like windows. Like it, it's it's like it's and, and also kind of hard to find his stuff. And, and and like again, this is for if you were if you're just like a casual reader and mm-hmm. you're a casual person his stuff's kind of hard now if you're if you're kind of of the ilk of internet culture and and going into the the deep dives of, mm-hmm. of places like 4chan space ghetto yeah uh yeah <laughs> like then you've definitely seen his stuff mm-hmm. you've probably also seen this other artist stuff uh sahiro maro mm-hmm. he does just as much like gruesome gory like everybody on the internet has probably seen the picture of the guy licking the girl's eyeball yeah like (laughs) yeah now again this guy this is another you know uh i would dare say that the people that we've listed are Mm -hmm. mainstream Mm -hmm. um but the difference between these last two and the first two is a fact that you know this, this you know this guy right here like he's he's who i would say is like 
additionally like he's like the step grandpa well yeah of, of horror yeah because he was doing stuff what in the 60s yeah, 50s yeah, yeah so like he he's been he's been at it for a very long time mm-hmm. and, and you is, can tell with his style too oh yeah it's, it's very kind of classical yeah japanese uh, kind of bulb head yeah like you know like they, they got that um yeah with the classic like school uniforms mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, like that yeah, i yeah. i love his style yeah they're they're uh kind of like you know i would compare his stuff to classic japanese style kind of like how you would compare um classic comic books to uh like um uh harvey comics yeah you yeah. know like like uh casper friendly ghosts and stuff like that yeah so it, it's you know it's a shame that again with with him um he doesn't have a whole lot of exposure yeah. which is nuts well i will say i have seen more and more people online uh talk about uh midori mm-hmm. which is like a, a animated movie mm-hmm pretty much from him sure. <laughs> and yeah more and more people are going oh my god you gotta watch this it's the most effed up anime ever blah 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 and realistically it's 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 art yeah it, it, and that's most of his stuff is he's just trying to do art he's not really necessarily trying to tell a story in his mangas if yeah. you ask me yeah <laughs> yeah they're like they're, again uh there there's um there's a lot of other artists. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of oh, other yeah. storytellers and stuff that we haven't mentioned. And we'll get around to again. Again, oh, this yeah. is very introductory. Now that we've talked about these folks, I've got, I've got some questions. Okay. I've got some stuff I want to talk about okay. in regards to this. <laughs> uh, we're on the back half of the episode, so it's usually just kind of the cool down. The cool down. Cool down. <laughs> like we just got done working out. My first question is this. What is up with all the striped shirts? Oh, it comes—it <laughs> comes from Kazuo, because yeah. that's his—that's his thing. He wears like the red striped shirt all the time. Yeah, yeah, guys. If you, if you don't know, well, obviously you wouldn't know. If you, if you're not a fan of this stuff, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. But all <laughs> these artists, like I had noted when I was doing my light research into this, they're all wearing the same either red and white stripe or red and navy stripe like polo or standard long sleeve shirt or t-shirt well yeah the the red and white stripe definitely comes from uh them emulating uh kazuo yeah i was just like (laughs) is this a is this like a uniform (laughs) if you saw some if like if if you took a chip a trip to uh japan Mm mm-hmm and accidentally brawl along your oh, where's Waldo costume, where people think that you're a famous like maybe yeah. Good lord, did if you, <laughs> if you do the hand thing too that Kazuo does, then people would think yeah. <laughs> just like there's a Kirby hand, there is the Kazuo hand. Yeah, by the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, you know that, I will say that yeah, like uh, you know Kirby hand, uh, uh, Ralph Bakshi hand, like the artists have that. That like that hand that, they love to draw. Yeah. Well, when you figure, when you find something that works, you stick with it because <laughs> hands suck. <laughs> I'm hoping that with the popularity of Junji Ito, mm-hmm. um, you know, again through Crunchyroll and Hot Topic, that we'll start to see more and more merch yeah. for these artists. I would love to have some actual copies of some of the manga that I've read over the years that mm-hmm. I can't get. I couldn't get anywhere outside of Japan, though. Yeah. I also would like to see, um, and, and they're starting to do it finally for Junji's stuff. Um, and, and and there's a decent amount for Hel- Helsing and for Berserk. But um, 
like I would like to see more statues. Oh yeah. Like more yeah. figures and stuff. And I get it. Like it's a very niche market, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that means they could just jack them prices up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Now we're getting like the Junji Ito Funko Pops, which I really never thought would be a thing. Well, why they're running there, out of stuff. Why is there not Berserk ones yet? It's got to be coming soon, right? I would love to see a little guts with his huge sword. What I would really like is, oh my god, it okay. It, oof. If they did a Funko Pop Berserk, and I know it never in a million years, because it's not big enough for them to go through all this effort, but mm-hmm. what would be really flipping cool is if for like a display, mm-hmm. they had the big hand and each finger had one of like the gods. Oh, and yeah. And in the middle, you put the little, you know, guts. That would be awesome. Like, oh. Funko, but... you listening? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I would also really dig that if they just had really good quality figures mm-hmm. and oh, you yeah. got the whole set and then get the, the, you know, the hand of God. Like, you, you have that. That would be so flipping cool. That would be awesome. Um, like hey, that. you need to get in contact with that guy on TikTok that has like the really big figurines i think that he makes them the really big fancy anime figurines you need to like contact him and tell him this idea that's awesome i'll I'll contact him via our podcast magoria tiktok (laughs) (laughs) a little plug a little plug (laughs) yeah so so obviously again you know there's plenty of other horror artists um i'm sure there's stuff that you wanted to talk about oh yeah like recommendations Fuan no Tane it's a short story collection lots of kind of spooky ghosty stories mm-hmm. but you know with the Japanese twist so they're extra scary sure <laughs> um of course I really want to do a dedicated episode to Dragonhead mm-hmm. um besides like all the Junji Ito stuff that I love Dragonhead is probably like my absolute favorite horror manga of all time i think everybody needs to read that one specifically and there is a movie for it too so i would like to do maybe a double episode where we talk about the manga and then we talk about the movie that'd be good to see how different they are sure (laughs) yeah well yeah we'll totally like got plenty of uh content to talk about oh yeah Uh, that's (laughs) the whole point of this (laughs) oh and uh another one that i'm reading right now that i really like is uh jen men which is about, like, I, I haven't figured out how it happened yet, but for some reason the animals have human faces all of a sudden and are, like, killing everybody in sight. <laughs> it sounds yeah. wacky, but it's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to give that a look. Kind, kind of horrifying. The rats with the human faces, because mm-hmm. they're, like, all running in the tall grass and, yeah. like, just, like, yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i'll have to give that a look um of course right now i'm 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 uh rereading berserk um Mm -hmm. and um yeah i'm making my way through berserk and uh i've also um, i'm still making my way through your volumes of uh of all the junji ito stuff Mm -hmm. and then here shortly like i mentioned earlier i'm gonna be starting on drifting classroom because i really i want to see where kind of this stuff started yeah yeah and i like i I really like looking into um things that inspire Mm -hmm. big you know big time you know it's kind of like how people that like stephen king inevitably end up reading you know like hp lovecraft yeah but when we were doing our research for for like um the ghost uh christmas ghost stories mm-hmm. like i i found 
uh, an author that was H.P. Lovecraft's inspiration. Yes. And so, like, I'll and I, I'm, I'm terrible. I, I, I don't, I don't remember his name. But uh, <laughs> well, we'll have it down by next this Christmas because yeah, yeah. I definitely want to do an episode about that guy for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, because because this guy was flat out H.P. Lovecraft's hero. So I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's got to be something. Huh? And that's funny because H.P. Lovecraft was also a hero of Junjito's as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, 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 of course, we didn't mention, it, you know, there for for you guys that like to have some good synergy. Um, there is uh, manga adaptations of H.P. Lovecraft stuff, which yeah. are really good. the The artist, the art for that is it's phenomenal. Beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. That's what the guy's known for. He almost exclusively does adaptations for mm-hmm. Lovecraft, and um, definitely should check it out. Which We've been I, reading in the mountain at the Mountains of Madness. Yes, which I will say. If you've never been able to actually read H.P. Lovecraft, like they trans, they pretty much take it from the book, like word for mm-hmm. word almost. But it's a little easier to read. Yeah, I would say that um, it would be challenging for somebody that one is not familiar with reading uh, manga. Mm-hmm. To somebody that's not familiar with Lovecraft, yeah, and his dry ass writing, because <laughs> at, at the Mountains of Madness, uh, it, I mean, it's a page burner. You get you zip through it. Yeah. However, the translation from Japanese to English. Even though it, it's it's kind of like when you use Google Translate and you go from <laughs> English to Japanese back to English uh-huh. and it comes back kind of weird. Yeah. Like that's you get a little bit of that. You get it because like the, the sentence structure gets a little tricky at mm-hmm. point at certain points where you can't really tell who's talking to who. Yeah, I, I will say reading reading it, it kind of gave me that impression. Yeah, if you if sure. you're not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um but other than that, um, other than the fact that it's unreadable, no, 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 it's completely readable and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, we need to get the other volume of it because yeah. I want to finish that story. Yeah. But, um, but I definitely recommend that for people. Mm-hmm. If if you're not if you're completely fresh to manga, but are a huge H.P. Lovecraft fan, you might as well go in with something that you are familiar with. I really wish I could remember the artist's name right now, too. But uh, pretty much you can look up H.P. Lovecraft mm-hmm. manga and it will pop up. Yep. I think he's done Matt at the Mountains Madness, Call mm-hmm. of Cthulhu. Color Out of Space? Uh, no, not Color Well. No, I think he did, but it they has, call it's called something different because oh, uh, it's translated oh, different. I haven't seen that he did Color Out of Space. Yeah. That's my favorite story. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that he did. Oh, what's the one with the Ithians in it? Shadow yeah, out of time. Shadow out of time. That's right. I, anyway. um, uh, additionally, for you guys that aren't sure where to start with Junji Ito, I mean, and and you're not wanting to go completely full on into Japanese, um, like my recommendation mm-hmm. from recently reading a lot of these different things was. Um, I mean, if you're into classic horror, mm-hmm. then the Frankenstein adaptation was solid yeah i like his twist on the yeah, story like for that was sure. really good um, uh, I, I i would say definitely don't start with Gio because uh, <laughs> then you won't take him seriously oh uh, yeah don't start with dissolving classroom 
Meh. Yeah, like goofy. I mean, it's goofy. Like since I was familiar with this stuff, like it, like it was entertaining. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, start with that. It's, it's not my favorite. Yeah, you know, uh, I just, I, I think that, um, I think Frankenstein was a good, a mm-hmm. good introduction because it's not the volume isn't just Frankenstein. It, it goes has, into other stories. Yeah, it has some of his short stories in it. Yeah. Uh, but if you do want to do like a really big read i mm-hmm. i would definitely go with uzumaki 100 yeah. percent. like it's a it's a really good starting point and I, I, it's not just because i'm biased because it was my starting point with them but i i just i think all the elements in it work just right for somebody beginning well yeah well it's got it it definitely has it shows you what you're getting yourself into with mm-hmm. his stuff and it is, i will say it's one of his it is one of his drier works it doesn't have as much humor mm-hmm. in it yeah compared to something like a soichi sure sure soichi's sure. <laughs> hilarious uh another good one for junji to start with would be fragments of horror mm-hmm. uh that one because that one like i i i burned through that yeah quick. and i'm like I, you mentioned the red sweater story a lot yeah because yeah, it's funny that one's really good it's gruesome yeah like but it's fun <laughs> yeah. like uh i don't know why i think it's so funny but yeah <laughs> Uh, well, let's it's save told it. in a humorous way. Let's save um, the rest of our Junji talks oh, yeah. uh, for our Junji episode. I am zipping up the mouth because yeah. I could talk about Junji <laughs> all day. And, <laughs> and you'll certainly have the opportunity. <laughs> all right. Since we are at the end of the episode, as always, we will talk about oh. what's coming up next. Which I guess I can unzip my lips because, uh, duh, <laughs> we're doing a Genji Ito yeah, yeah, episode yeah. next. Well, you know, we might as well strike while the iron is hot, and mm-hmm. um, and this all could have eased. This almost became a Genji episode, <laughs> and but but I really wanted to discuss um, the other artists that exist. Um, first of all, to see if anybody else out there has you know has read these guys. Don't uh, folks. Don't take too much offense if we didn't mention your favorite horror because there is a ton out there and now. Believe me, it is all in my mind. Yeah, because in the back of my mind right now, I'm like, gosh, I didn't well, say this or that. And I mean, and of course, this is just we're just talking about manga. We haven't even gotten into the anime aspect of are it, the which, movies. or the movies. And God knows, like, because there's so many production companies for anime now, mm-hmm. it just feels like there's so much. Well, there's almost too much. Like, And now a lot of the mainstream stuff is starting to come from, like, all the, like, horror, like, visual novels. Mm-hmm. Like, Higurashi is a good example of one that started as, like, a little video game into mm-hmm. an anime and into yeah. a manga eventually. So, yeah, I would like to talk about that kind of stuff, too, eventually. Yeah. So, folks, um, if there's somebody that we didn't mention or if you're super excited that we mentioned someone that maybe you felt you were the only one that was reading, let us know in the comments on our Facebook page, Twitter, wherever you want to contact us on. And uh, we might be asking you guys a question soon. So, Mm -hmm. yep. 
stick yep. around for that. Yeah, and keep your eyes peeled. And uh, plug to plug again uh, our our TikTok. Um, keep your eyes on the TikTok. First of all, fifteen second segments. Come on, like <laughs> I know sometimes you don't have time for a whole hour episode. Fifteen seconds, where we'll be featuring, you know, little things, little goofy mm-hmm. things. Um, you know, I, I'd like to do a little. Uh, oh, look, this is something we talked about in an episode. You know, a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> little pics for Junji and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so guys, as always, thank you for listening to Podcast Megoria. This brings close another episode thereof. <sighs> Written within the spirals is a message. I'm not looking deep into it. Look deep within I, I, the. I, I'm not. I'm not looking in that look spiral. Look inside the spirals. I am not. I. I. Oh God. What the it's, spirals? The spirals. It's are, beautiful. They're, they're saying something. It, it, oh. They're telling you. The spirals are telling you, stay spooky. This has been a Podcast Magoria production hosted by James Davis and Autumn Campbell. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for more information about upcoming episodes and other spooky things out there for Podcast Megoria. And as always, stay spooky. Spooky.